Yo, neighbors, welcome back to the Strange Neighborhood Podcast with your host, Kaylin Gettler. It is I on the mic, and this is episode 10. I can't believe we're at episode 10. That means 10 weeks on the podcast. So thanks for listening, and thanks for coming back every week. Um, Yeah, episode 10 was just a totally amazing show. I had so much fun. Recording this episode, I sat down about a week or two ago with Pockets and Wild Bill from Big Gulp Conspiracies, and we did a little swap cast where they, I guess, interviewed me, but I asked them tons of questions as well, and we got, they told me such cool stories. Uh, I think you guys are really going to like this. We talked about um, UFO encounters, paranormal, orbs fake history, government, apocalypse, you know, the usual stuff. And uh, yeah, I think it's a really good, a great episode. I actually had so much fun. We were laughing the whole time, but we got into some awesome stuff. So you guys sit back, relax for episode 10. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening, neighbors. Welcome back, Goonies, to this week's episode of the Big Gulp Conspiracy Show. I'm your host, Pockets. And I'm Wild Bill, and we're broadcasting tonight from the Big Gulp Labs deep within Earth's crust. (laughs) (laughs) And we have a special guest doing a little swap cast tonight, huh? We are our first conspiracy smoke show on the the, uh, cast (laughs) beside your wife, Pockets, on episode two. We'd like to welcome Kaylin from Strange Neighborhood to the show. Welcome. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. And shout out to the wife's wives first. And then for sure. <laughs> the guests second. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. Well, dude, so I've been checking out your cast lately and it's super fascinating. I love how you're willing to dig down into the archives of the internet and find those old posts. Like I was listening to some stuff, dude. Like that giant that you looked up, twenty five foot tall, ten foot wide. That was yeah. bonkers. So before we get into all this crazy, we're about to get weird, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, so what kind of got you down this path? You know, we got to start off with a little um, um, a little background. Yeah, you know, a little background. Like a, what, 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 what made you want to dive into the podcast world and then go with the the subject at hand? Um. Well, podcast. I don't know. I guess like uh, I have wanted. You just. When you have crazy ideas all the time, you need to like find your community. For sure, for sure. <laughs> and then so like, and you, and you don't always have a place to like share your ideas or people that well, can receive them well. So then you just you know you find podcasts that align with you, and you listen to people. Then you know you want to share what you think too. So I don't know. 
just thought, why not give it a shot, right? Yeah. yeah See I, if anyone wants to listen to what I have to say. I don't know. Heck for sure. Get it out there. I feel like it's a lot easier like for me to like do it like this because whenever I first started getting into conspiracies, you know, you're like that young, you just like just got into it, you know, and like you just want to tell the whole world. But when you try to do like do that, the world's like, shut the fuck up, dude. I don't want to know about that shit. Your You're cousins crazy. are like, yeah, we don't talk to him no more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kim Trails, bro, get the fuck out of yeah. here. That's a contrail, man. Yeah, it's like. I literally have cousins that don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. It's true. Like, yeah, no, no one wants to hear about it. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's kind of sad to see that happen. Like, especially with like the last two, three years. With the whole COVID thing, it really put a wedge between people because so many people woke up and then just like so many people just wanted to stay asleep. They didn't want to hear none of that bullshit. It was really revealing about like everyone's character and like level of understanding of reality <laughs> to like it kind of like everyone had to kind of wear it on their sleeve and like how they feel about, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. totally, you're totally <laughs> right on that, dude. Um, Oh, yeah, it's bonkers because, I mean, and, like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but people, like, all right, for instance, like, people that used to be, like, fuck the system, you know, down with the government, you know, they lie, and then, like, all of a sudden, they're, like, do what the government says, you know, oh my God. it's, it's like a total ever, 180. Did you guys used to listen to punk rock? Because... Oh, and yeah. They, they really took a weird turn, them punk rockers. <laughs> oh, I'm super disappointed. I was a punk rocker so hardcore. Yeah. Like, I. but now I think about it, I was thinking about it kind of in, about like Fat Mike. Do you know who Fat Mike is? No, I don't. Like from NoFX, he's the lead singer. But he also owns like Fat Records, which is like the biggest independent punk label. And like, I was thinking how he kind of acts like he's some like um, low life like poor drunk punker hmm. but really he is obviously very rich like he owns like the majority of punk music around and like he turned from like making songs like murder the government to making talking about wearing masks and like, oh, dude. <laughs> like voting for hillary talk stuff. about like putting and he wears women's underwear now and i'm like what, what oh my like, gosh he's got to be getting paid understand. to do that dude like obviously <laughs> like, well, it's obvious now to me but i was like wow like i really thought he was cool yeah talk about true characters coming out it's like yeah. now to go to like a lot of concerts like even the band is like you need to be vaccinated and i've heard of <laughs> bands breaking up because like uh, somebody in their group didn't want to get vaccinated and the rest of the group's like dude no you got to get vaccinated man that's it's... yeah the guy the drummer from the offspring was it? yeah no, yeah was i think it? that's yeah, right yeah the drummer from the offspring got like kicked out of the offspring for not vaccinating yeah for not getting some mrna gene therapy yeah. which now like i guess they're pushing the fourth shot have you heard that <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard that yet, but um, I'm sure. I'm oh, sure yeah. they're. Yeah. It's it's coming down the pipeline for sure. So strange. What it is, strange. and you know, and you know what gets me? They call it a booster, but it's the same jab that was in the first two. You know what I mean? Literally the same thing. <laughs> just like, just like, just <laughs> call it that. And the original thing didn't even have the virus isolated in it. Like. Oh no. It's like, well, it's funny because like my, well, my parents both got it, but my mom's like, 
I'm like, yeah, you you shouldn't get that. She said, the virus isn't even in the shot. And I'm like, doesn't that make you think about it? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, so what's just, it doing? We're it's going to computer program you or something? Do you think that's okay? Or like, what? I just don't understand what people think is going on. Uh, yeah, uh, it's. I've heard all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't particularly think there's microchips in it. That was big in the beginning. Like, dude, there's there's like little tiny microchips in it. And like, you know, I'm open to everything. But after time goes by, you know, you sort of see like, and like after doing research and listening to a ton of other people talk about it and like doctors, it's a, you know, kind of, I kind of realized that it's a technology that is basically going to train your DNA how to create spike proteins. So you're literally going to become a COVID manufacturing plant, each person that's jabbed up. It's nuts. Yeah. So like, um, do you, you guys probably know about CRISPR technology? But like yeah. gene editing therapy. right right so like um i listened to this podcast called the mysterious universe it's really good but they did this episode called rise of the mutants and it's all about like crispr tech and then how they can edit genes and then they went on to talk about how <clears throat> they, the u.s military did experimentation in afghanistan on this like male population they must have been in like army training camp or something and they did something to the water to try and edit something called the god gene and Ooh. they were successful doing it through the water but they had to keep adding it to the water it wasn't ever permanent and it made them like aggressive and hostile and dude yeah like rabbit animals like they don't i've so heard of I, that too. I was thinking that a lot in the beginning i was like <laughs> it's so funny too because like one of my best friends that i that we have on here occasionally his name's eric um whenever it first came out we were we'd always joke about not getting it and then he would be like bro i swear to god if people start getting superpowers and i end up not getting it because i didn't get the jab i'm be so pissed <laughs> <laughs> it's Imagine. like yeah um, no <laughs> it's like i don't know bro yeah i'll be pissed too but i'd rather be alive and pissed than dead I'm yeah or sure a mutant that's not what they're gonna do <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's like, like some kind of opposite. That would be horrible. Do. All the lefties with superpowers, like, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> All the dude, can you imagine running the world? With... <laughs> exactly. We just like you, you, dude. Conservative imagine people would if you be got toasted. Their pronouns wrong. Oh man, like, their eyes would turn red. And like, <laughs> <"Damn."> <laughs> it's like that clip yeah, from dude. that uh, that dude who was at a Sonic in like Florida or Texas, and uh. He's all like, every time I come here, they call me, sir. Do I look like a sir? And the manager's <laughs> like there, and he's like, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't yes, know sir. what you want me to tell you. I don't know what you to tell me. He's like, well, do I look like a, do I look like a man? He's like, you look like a man. <laughs> it's like, oh like, do you want shit. Me to be honest. Like, exactly. Like the the guy's like, I took care of. You. I don't know what you want from me. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, what am I, like, do I? Am I just a porker to you, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Is this what you want? Exactly. It's oh, a wild shit. world. Yeah. Wild world. Yeah. Apparently, you need to be like a biologist to know what a woman is, anyway. Something. Yeah. Hey, dude. Is there any yeah. way you can just turn yours up just a little bit more? Yeah. If you can. How's that? I think that's better. Yeah, your lines were on the recording were looking a little bit small, so I want to make sure we get a good recording. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for I think sure. That's better. For sure. Okay, sweet. And yeah. So um, 
Oh man, dude. So when did you uh when did you start broadcasting? So I started I think my first episode I recorded it in like mid January, but then I was waiting for Apple approval. Mm, okay. Of course. So that took me like a month and then so I dropped my I'm on my seventh episode and I do one every week. So Dude, yeah, nice. Notice like you're yeah. you're pumping them out pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, we're uh our consistency is it's a little flaky. <laughs> um but I'm worried I might run out of steam on this. Like, I'm pretty gung ho right now, but we'll see how it goes. Right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, dude, we it's... do the episodes and stuff. It's just a matter on my end of getting it like put it all together and posted, and I take full yeah. responsibility for that because <laughs> I got three kids and two jobs and, and a wife, yeah. a wife and a dog and a cat, and and it, yeah. and it doesn't help because like sometimes I can't make it down because I live an hour away from pockets. So we, we you know we try to make it happen. Yeah, we try to do one a week for sure. But it's, I mean, like, do do it when you can, where you can fit it in, like, mm-hmm. right? Yep, well, exactly. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Right? <laughs> Dude, so. Yeah, actually, can I ask you something first? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know which one of you said this, but at the beginning of your last episode, um, one of you said that you had like a encounter, like, was it an alien encounter or like, oh, dude, said, after my encounter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's me. That's Wild Bill here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I I don't know if if we could go down that rabbit hole if you want to go there. But, I do. Yeah. So I've let it rip. I've yeah. uh, I've been having experiences my whole life, starting off when I was six years old. I said nine the other day, but it was really six. I realized that after the episode, but yeah, I was with my granny at the time, so she was with me and seen it, and um, I. Do you want the long story, the short story? I'll just make it short for sake of time here. Well, like, um, well, don't leave anything good out. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. So I would spend the night because my mom, I was raised by a, you know, my mom was single. So my parents got a divorce when I was very young. So I'd spend the night at my grandparents' house while she was working nights as a nurse. And um, she would always get off work and come pick me up early in the morning. And um, well, one night, me and my granny were up late at night and, um, the next thing I remember, we we're inside the house. And the next thing I remember, we we're drawn out to the back porch, and we were standing on the back porch. And then right above us was probably a sixty-foot in diameter flying saucer. No way. Yeah, with lights all the way around it. it. Had like yellow, blue, and like green and red lights, but the majority of them that I noticed were yellow. And we were just standing there with our jaws on our floor, and um. It was low. It was like at the treetop level of the wow. top of the pe- the pecan trees that my grandpa had out back. I mean, if I was old enough and like conscious in the moment, I guess I would have I could have thrown a rock and hit this thing. And um Holy. Yeah, and then so my grandma finally came too and she's like, "Michael, run." And she was scared. So she's mm-hmm. trying to get my attention. I was still just locked on this thing. I was in awe. Like I was in just pure amazement of what I was seeing. And um so, like, I turned and started running with her to the carport, and at that time, the thing just zipped off. I mean, it just popped off. Like, Wow. You couldn't see it move because it was moving so fast. It, like, left just as fast as it came. But, yeah, wow. I, mean, I don't know. And the crazy thing is, Pockets thinks I might have missing time. Oh, he for sure does. Because how it happened, it's so crazy. So, right after it... sounds it, like it was, like, there for you. Yeah, that's what it felt like. And... And um, and we just like ended up on the porch. Like I don't know why we went out there. It wasn't like 
time for my mom to pick me up because she would get there like early in the morning, you know? Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, whenever we broke loose of this thing, my mom, li- as the thing zipped off, my mom literally, because this was in the backyard, my mom literally mm-hmm. pulled into the front driveway right as this thing zipped off to pick me up. It was, Whoa. it was, yeah, it was very strange. Yeah, and uh, give a shout out here to Beyond Top Secret Texan. He did a episode with us back. He was our first guest. We did a we talked about his twenty and back experience, and that's why I think that Michael has miss or Wild Bill here has missing time. Uh, Dude, he definitely like it. Sounds like there's quite a bit of missing time. So who knows what took place? I've been trying to get him to go to like a what do you call it the a hypnotherapist yeah a hypnotherapist which is crazy because I was just telling you Kaylin, should message Sandra that's all I'm talking yeah dude like <laughs> I listened to that episode I'm like damn yeah, like she's into that stuff man but, but like the thing is like I want to go to somebody that doesn't know my story I don't want them to know anything about oh, me yeah, she'll know now after this episode so, so like I mean <laughs> yeah. like I'm still like maybe open and it's kind of hard for me because I was raised Christian and you know like I still am Christian I'm just not like super religious I'm more spiritual like the whole structured church thing kind of like pushed rubs, me away a yeah, little bit. Rubs wrong. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and so, you know, raised that way, I was always taught that like when, if you go into hypnosis, like you're not in control anymore. And so somebody else literally is able, like you kind of open yourself up to another realm. Very, very vulnerable position. Yeah, to mm-hmm. like other entities and spirits that can latch onto you or affect you. And if you've already been having all kinds of uh, experiences. encounters and experiences, yeah, it's... It's a little, a little touchy. Yeah, I th- yeah, that is true. But like, I think it's more like going into yourself, and um, it's sort of different. Like, I, like I think we can open ourselves up to those kind of things at any time, doing anything, like even drinking or whatever. But like, I think the hypnosis in well, the kind that Sandra practices, where you're like, you could you could sit up and wake up whenever you chose it's more like a going into yourself but you might find something scary in there yeah I was, that's what i was telling pockets <laughs> like dude, I'm, not, I'm not sure if i'm wanting to open that box there, like yeah pandora only comes out of the box doesn't go back in bro honey badger don't give a fuck man it's true and do, have you ever heard of like the screen memories like yeah what do you guys dude. think about owls oh dude i love owls i do too i think they're like very majestic mm-hmm I had two pretty strange owl experiences that like were really strange, and like I always at wonder night, if I'm like missing time. Oh, one dude, time, let's hear it. Well, like they were just like one time I was really young and I was working at like a in a mountain resort town, and we were like living at the place because there was cabins there, and we worked there, and so we'd drive down the road at night to like get stoned or whatever. <laughs> As you do. Park. Yeah. We went to drive back one day and I was like driving and we pulled out onto the main road and there was like a huge white owl just like sitting in the middle of the road, like the one from the movie, The Labyrinth, you know, like that white and just like really big. And just it stared at us for like, I felt, I felt like it was like forever. And now thinking back, I'm like, did I think it was forever because I'm missing time? Like it just sat there staring at us for so long. We just stared at it silently. Like no one talked in the whole, in the car. And then you guys just like like, pulled up and parked and just made eye contact. We just like stopped the car and we're like, 
just all like sat there and stared at each other. And then it, when it flew off, it was like massive. And so there was then. And then one time I was in Australia and I went to go for a walk with my friend and we got really lost in the woods, like dangerously scary lost. Oh, wow. And, At night? and it was like dusk and it was rainy and we couldn't see anything. Like we, we were in the middle of the woods and uh, we found like a fence walking through the woods and it was like a barbed wire fence. And we walked by the post and it was like right like about six inches from my shoulder. But there was my friend said, look right beside you. And I looked and there was like an owl like face to face with me, like eight inches from my face. Wow. Huge. And just staring like right into my eyes. And we just we just stare at each other for like quite a long time. And then I just like it didn't move. And I just like left. (laughs) That Yeah, dude, that's a trip. And right after that, we like found the road right then and then um this lady came down and she's like you're lucky i came down here and no one ever comes down this road and she gave us a ride back to town but oh wow how was the lady was she did she, she seem was super off? like scared to see us on the road oh, <laughs> she was like snap. really nervous of us and we were like can we get in your car and she's like well what are you doing out here like <laughs> like and we're like we're lost i don't know and then we told her like where we came from like our story and stuff we were we were just like visiting that area. We lived in a different area. So we were just like dumb tourists getting lost. And so she felt sorry for us. <laughs> oh, good, dude. That's a trip that like right after the owl, then all of a sudden the road. Like, yeah. And I just think like, I just think back there are like really vivid experiences. And then sometimes wonder if I miss time or like something, you know, have like you, screen. have you considered doing the hypnotherapy? Honestly, like I'm a, a photographer and i was just gonna message sandra yesterday and say do you want to trade and i'll do some like photography for your business and you can hypnotize me oh dude that'd be cool yeah so i'm I'll, guessing does she like record it so you can have it to keep yeah I, i'm pretty yeah she has a recording okay cool. i'm pretty sure or cool. i'd record it if not like yeah for sure yeah you gotta <laughs> do that yeah so i've had an owl experience as well and I'm not making this up, but like, all right, so, so I've, I don't know. We can get into it. And like, I don't want to seem like the guy like, oh, he's just trying to be cool. Like he has, he's making all these experiences up. But, no, let's hear it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like for real, dude. Like um, I even got a video of, of, uh, of, I guess you would call it an orb, but I don't really think it was an orb. To me, it was more like a electromagnetic sphere that was bending light around it and then it was popping in and out you know as i was videoing it and i zoomed in on it and you can even see it it's a trip the the video is kind of grainy because it was on my cell phone and it was probably like thirty thousand feet in the air but yeah anyways but the owl i'll get we can get back into that stuff later but the owl i was working nights at the time and i got home early on a friday night because we were done early And I went home and my now fiance, she was there at the house with one of her friends and her friend's boyfriend. And they were just drinking. They were already drunk when I got home and I was sober. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it was a really nice, clear night. So I was like, you know, you guys want to go out back? And like, cause there's like a field behind our yard. And so we like took a blanket out there and laid there. They didn't even lay down. They were just talking drunk. But I laid down and I was looking up at the stars. And it was probably, this one was like really way up in in the sky, like, I don't know, probably 35, 40,000 feet to the north of us. And it was traveling from the east to the west at a pretty slow speed. And I was just looking at this thing and just like wondering if it noticed I was looking at it, you know. And then mm-hmm. um, shortly after that, 
It looked like two military helicopters were trailing this thing, but much lower, but still trailing it. Mm-hmm. And then whenever they were getting closer, the thing was going kind of slow. So like they were kind of gaining on it, but not in the same altitude. Like the helicopters, I don't think could go that mm-hmm. high. And then the thing did like a like a ninety degree swoop and went straight up and then disappeared. Wow. And then after that. Like, probably not a couple of minutes after that, an owl screeched overhead over us. No way. Yeah, dude. I was, it was a trip. <laughs> so, I, I do believe there is a connection with owls and that stuff. I don't know how it works, but I'm yeah. pretty sure there's some kind of connection there. I don't know how anything works here anymore. Yeah, it's... <laughs> but, like, I got that video on YouTube, not on the Big Gulp channel, but I have... I used to do... Uh, like some video game gaming streaming yeah and so i put it on that channel just so i could have it but i didn't make it public because i was scared like i don't want it to get taken down <laughs> youtube yeah. will take that shit bro yeah dude it will. and that's that's the one that i videotaped not the owl one but yeah so all in all i've probably had like at least eight or ten encounters Jesus, rub it in, That's why don't awesome. you? That's what I was telling her. Like, dude, like I don't, I don't ask for, I didn't ask for this, man. They got, they um, got I, their I, eye on your DNA, dog. Yeah, <laughs> dude. So. I've had a few experiences, but like nothing, nothing too crazy. Just like my, I had like an orb, blue orb experience when I was like telling the universe I was gonna just like give up and be an NPC and then <laughs> a huge blue orb like really? across the sky. It was like, D- don't give up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's uh, more. And here I am. There's got there's a reason for that for sure, dude. Especially blue. That's like um from what that's like a good energy. I was like, you show me right now or I'm it's it. That's it. And then a fucking sorry about my language. A giant giant blue orb shot across the sky like unmistakable. Yeah, dude, yeah. I I totally believe that um, we get messages, you know, sometimes, sometimes they're... Probably all the time and we just don't, aren't listening. It's all really about good. deciphering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Being like open. Code. Yeah, dude. Pockets, mm-hmm. um, you had somewhat of a sighting, didn't you? Not really. I mean, I just, I just seen a... Seen something in the sky that <laughs> showed up and then disappeared. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a white thing. <laughs> Look, it's a, a little thing? tiny white thing in the sky. No, in it was just, day? it was, yeah, it was in late afternoon and I was laying in my backyard. We had like a big water blob for the kids. And uh, me and my wife were out there just laying on it with the kids. Like we didn't have the, sp- the water turned on, so it was dry. So it was just kind of like a giant water bed in the backyard. And, uh, I was just looking up in the sky and this little white thing just like I seen it like zoom in, stop, and it stopped and it just like stayed in one spot. And then it was there for a little while. I was trying to get my wife to be able to see it. I was like, look, it's right there. And she just she, you know, in a big blue sky, a little white thing's kinda hard to spot. Mm-hmm. Uh and then it just like zipped and it was gone. Yeah, dude. I did have the experience in uh South Missouri. With the the spook light, there was an orange orb. There was a wispy orb floating down the road. Spook light? Yeah, that's what they call it. It's like the... Oh, it's like the local legend or something? No, I mean, like, it's known. People know yeah. about this this orange. It's like an orange yeah, like orb in that location they with know a about wisp it. behind it. Yeah, on this one road. 
they and it's not all the time but i was fortunate enough to get get my eyes on it cool it just disappeared it was yeah because well we we parked our cars like up on top of this hill there were two cars it was me and a whole bunch of buddies were just hanging out and we were waiting we're just up there kind of you know like it was dark we're like in the in the ozark mountains you know like so it was all wooded area it felt really ominous and creepy i felt like i was being watched the whole time but then yeah like uh about a mile down the road because we were on top of this hill we could see there's a little orange orb with a wisp behind it just it just showed up and started bouncing and coming towards us and we were like oh shit and we were just gonna wait and see how how close it got and then uh a car that was like off in the distance kind of turned and started coming towards it and it just blinked out and was gone yeah it's a trip that was kind of crazy I was going to ask you how it made you feel, like what kind of vibe, but then you said it was creepy. Well, yeah. I think it's just like we're in the, you know, like it's, it's southern backwoods. Missouri. Yeah, straight backwoods. Like I felt like there were things watching us in the woods. And yeah. also where we chose to park, there was this creepy ass looking like dirt drive probably led to an old house or something down there, but nobody lived out there. And it was just this super dark, ominous, like dirt roadway that just led off into the forest and we parked like right beside it and i was just kind of freaked out yeah the lizard people dog for real it's probably <laughs> cave entrances like an old hag or something maybe i don't know i always want to think that i want to see like ghosts and stuff but as soon as i hear any kind of creepy sound <laughs> you're like i'm, I'm out. a total chick and i'm like no i don't <laughs> Take like off. my one of my good friends has a bunch of rich family in england and they own like estates and things and he they have, they have this one estate in their family that's like this huge country manor and no one will live there because it's so haunted and Damn. i'm always like let's go stay there and then i'm like no oh, maybe not I don't yeah <laughs> i don't i don't I, mean, I, I couldn't do that i talk <laughs> tough now like <laughs> but i'd probably be like scared shitless well i know that they're there that's why i'm just like i'm not gonna mess with yeah, them like, I, i'll let them be I don't, I don't, I don't fudge with that stuff, but I have had some creepy ass experiences, for sure. With ghosts? You, have you seen a ghost? Um, I haven't seen like a full bodied apparition, but I will tell you this story about when I was just turned eighteen. I was still in high school, and you know, when you're eighteen, you think you know it all and everything. So I, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was rebellious and I moved out of my mom's house, and this house was like literally like a kitchen dining room, bedroom, like pretty much like a studio sized house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, I never want, I'd never like to stay there by myself. So my buddy would always stay with me. And so he experienced this this night, but, um, just leading up to that, like I would lay down and I would hear pebbles being kicked across the floor. I would hear car doors slamming outside and I would look and nobody was there. And, and my girlfriend at the time, she would come over before before school and smoke cigarettes before we went to school. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I was out of town visiting family and she went over there before school. And um, it was like at the same time I always got, got up and got in the shower. And she was sitting at the table smoking a cigarette and all of a sudden she heard the shower come on. She's like, what the fuck, Michael? I thought you were gone. And she went in there. Nobody was in the house and the shower had just turned on by itself. Oh my god! And she just turned it off and ran out of the house, and left forever. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, basically, but but for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not but, you. It's the ghost. Yeah. It's not me. It's you. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
But the scariest time was there with my buddy. And I don't know why we're doing this. We were watching The Exorcism of Emily Rose in the middle of the night. Later in the middle of the night. But earlier that night, a candle fell off the entertainment center off the top of it. And we thought it was just because, like, I had these big Sony speakers and we're always bumping. Mm-hmm. Like, we thought the bass just, like, you know, made it go off. So we just discounted it. And we were watching the movie later. And right at 3 a.m., a two-liter bottle of Sprite, it was empty, though, on the table behind us, it literally jumped off the table and slammed back down three times. And after it slammed back down the first time, that's when we turned and seen it, and then it did it two more times. And we literally... While you were watching it? Yeah, we seen this thing go <gasps> up. we seen it go up and down on the table, like probably two feet in the air and then back down, and didn't fall over. And it was empty, mind you. And um, yeah, we seen that. We looked at each other, like our mouths fucking wide open. And that was the last night you spent in that house. That so. was. I, I legit moved out after that. But me and my buddy yeah. were so scared. Like it was just like the movies. We got stuck in the doorway trying to get out, like shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and went and, went and cried to my mama. Went back home. Yeah. Oh, raggy. Take me back. <laughs> I don't want to be those, those meddling kids. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I think all that stuff, the UFOs, paranormal activity is definitely connected somehow. The yeah, I ones. think, I really think it is. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, dude, so that's some creepy talk. I knew we were going to get weird tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, the weirder, the better. Heck yeah, like, dude. I just think if like if you want to find all the best people, then you have to let your weirdness out and show yeah, it's like yeah. your freak flag. Yeah, let it fly. <laughs> your yeah. freak flag. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, do you guys think that you could go to space? Like, I know, like, I was just saying how I listened to tri- the new Tripoli episode and I listened to your guys' new episode. And it's sort of like two different things. First of all, I'm honored you to know? have our name right behind Tripoli's. That's For pretty real. sweet. <laughs> no, <For thanks>. <laughs> He's the goat, of course. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Him and Carlwood. But get, sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt Oh, I you. love Carlwood, yeah. Yeah, he's an OG. <laughs> they get those yeah. banger, banger interviews lined up. Right? Yep. But what were you saying? I'm sorry. Um, What was I saying? You I listened saying, to oh, his. Oh, yeah, can you? Oh, oh the moon, how, oh, the like, space. The guy on Triple H was talking about how, like, we can't, there's a radiation belt. We can't go to space. And then the guy on your guys' podcast saying, like, oh, there's a. Galactic Federation, we're meant to be in space. We're just kind of trapped here by them, or like, yeah, dude. Like, like we're the it, animals in the What's your theory zoo? on like the the? Can we go to space, or what? Is there a barrier? Or like this is what I think. Barrier? I I totally believe the moon landing was faked. Yeah, I I believe that there is a Van Allen radiation belt that we mm-hmm. don't have the technology to send a human through. That's mm-hmm. what I believe. But I mean, like, you know, that starts at what, like a thousand feet. So I think that there probably is orbit orbiting satellites and stuff like mm-hmm. I believe that. But yeah, dude, I don't think there's any way we went to the moon. Do you think we did? Hard no, bud. Hard no, yeah. <laughs> Hard no. Like, it, and especially even before I listened to that guy today and I haven't seen his documentary either. But like, I just was like, yeah, obviously no one. You didn't just like land on the moon in 69 and call 
the president, uh, the Oval Office, from like a on a landline. <laughs> we went to the moon in 1969. <laughs> we went to the moon in Studio 65. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. What did they say? Like it was Stanley K- Kubrick that Kubrick, did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess like he confessed it on his deathbed or something too. Mm-hmm. Damn. I don't know if that's a rumor, but that's what I heard. Oh, I'm all about rumors. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't Rumor know. I just think, like, I don't know. It's all, it's, I can sort of think it's like more fake than even a radiation belt, or like there's more going on than that because just if they're well, like each, everything now I've, I just can see is like such a thick layer of lies on everything and fakery. Yeah. That like the extent they go through to like prove that they've been to, f- to space is like strange. Like it's, it's like over the top. So like what are they trying to hide? And I don't think it's just a radiation belt. Well, the technology that they use supposedly to go to the moon had less computing power than a uh, calculator nowadays. Right. Yeah. Like the Texas Instrumental, <laughs> like the TI-81. Yeah. It had less, com- the computers had less computing power than the Texas Instrumental that does all your homework for you whenever you're in high school. Like, yeah. right. But dude, check this this angle out though. Okay, so Beyond Top Secret Texan, he's all about the breakaway civilization. That's the, true. The human breakaway civilization. So let's say this. So what if the breakaway civilization has that technology? They took it to with them. That? But it's us here that are still shooting rockets up, you know. Basically laundering money through NASA for the deep state. Yeah. Um, so, like, what if that civilization does have that technology? And, like, and this is a little bit different, but me personally, have you heard the story of Andrew Bashago? No. Oh, Ooh, maybe. That's Damn. a good one. Maybe. Damn, dog. It's yeah, not his, ringing a bell. Let's hear it. His story is a trip. So his dad was, like, military scientist, dude. Mm-hmm. And he was, they were supposedly working on like tesla technology like tesla teleportation mm-hmm. technology mm-hmm. and um and so they were testing it they had a site in new jersey as where they had the machine i don't remember what town but um so they were saying that kids are the best test subjects for the teleportation mm-hmm. because a grown adult Jeez. is going to have more side effects possible side effects that's what they were thinking mm-hmm. and so they so he signed his kid up which is andrew bashago and he nah. tells this story he went on uh he was on um Sarah, right Did yeah an interview with well Sarah? he was on coast to coast am oh. that was probably like i don't know i hope it's still in the arch- archives they only go back five years but so supposedly they were when they were in the testing phase they were jumping from they called it a jump room and they had the Tesla teleportation in there and they would jump through the thing and instantly come out. They had it sent, they sent them to New Mexico, like at some grounds in New Mexico. It wasn't at Los Los Alamos. They said specifically that it didn't send them to the military base because they knew that they had spies that were working in the base. So they didn't want them to know the technology that was really going on. So they sent them to outside facility that wasn't military Hmm. and i guess supposedly there's legends i don't know if it was somewhere in albuquerque or santa fe but um supposedly there was there's legends from during that time that um 
people seeing school age kids just appear in the grass near the building. And yeah, I don't know. Like I haven't been able to substantiate those witnesses seeing that. But his story is. What timeline is that around? Sorry to interrupt. No, that's fine. Um, like when were when were they doing this? Like big early sixties. Yeah. Yeah, early sixties. I think is when he did the first did the jump, and he actually ran. Andrew Bashago actually ran for president in two thousand sixteen. I don't know if you guys knew that. Mm-hmm. No way. I tried to look him up because I was really wanted to like try and reach out and see if he'd come on and talk, and I can't find him anywhere. So. Yeah. So I I think I heard this story before on um maybe not but something similar on Project Camelot. I don't know if you guys heard of that. It was like these YouTube videos. Yeah, you mentioned I, it in uh you did a swap yeah. cast here a couple episodes ago. They were I was like I got super into it because at the time that they were like talking about the weirdest stuff that you could find on the internet. So I was like really into it. But um, they talk a lot about like jump rooms and stargates and like teleportation and uh, those kind of experiments in the military. Yeah, I I tend to kind of believe the teleportation aspect a little more, you know, because Tesla was on to a lot of crazy shit. Like he had blueprints for like an anti gravity UFO machine. And shit like that. And whenever he died, they raided his apartment and just fucking took everything. And that was Donald Trump's uncle that was yeah. heading that up. Which, that is a trip, dude. And Andrew Bashago claims that he was on Mars. I believe it was Andrew. Oh my god, that, was, that Project Camelot, they all talk about jumping to Mars. Yeah, and he was... And the even, moon. Yeah, and he even supposedly was with Barack Obama when he was a kid, and they went to Mars together. Okay, I did hear that story then on Project Camelot, because I heard he he met Barack Obama on Mars, right? I believe so, right? yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay, I did hear that story on Project Camelot. That's right. Yeah, and like, and I guess they were like, he's going to be president one day. Yeah. And they were just yeah. kids, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I don't know, man. Like, I... I might be a sucker, but I sort of believe that we do have teleportation technology. I mean, and you know, like, and look, think about Rick and Morty. Like, what if that's just a little bit of like a drop, you know? I mean, I know it's a cartoon, but like they do that stuff in movies all the time, you know, like give you a hint teleportation. But that's that's yeah. that's like interdimensional. That's like not necessarily teleportation. Well, if it's they're like, jumping from it's New like Jersey, quantum leap, bro, sliding from dimension to dimension. Maybe, but if they're jumping. From New Jersey to New Mexico in like less than like a second or two. Maybe they figured out how to control. I don't know. Maybe, but he Andrew Bashago tells a story of when one time they did the jump, and one of the kids, um, he landed in a fountain that was there, and something with the difference of like not being grounded and like partly in the water, and he landed in the water, and I guess. He lost his feet. Oh, sick. and he even called the guy out. He knew the guy's name and called him out, and you know was trying to find him. I guess he did find him, but I don't think the guy wants to talk or doesn't want to believe it or something because supposedly you know they basically wipe everybody's memory after that. And so the kid thought that he got his feet ran over on the railroad tracks. Very similar to like the twenty and back program. Yeah, where they might wipe your memory. That's what I'm saying, dude. I don't know what to believe. Like, like <laughs> yeah. which is which is all great, you know. Like, I hear one story that I hear this, I'm like, fuck. And a lot of it's they just have us going one way and one way, 
you know, yeah, not like knowing what's up. Chasing our tail, kind of. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, and it's it's fun to, like, look into and talk about because, like, that's stuff that I'm interested in, especially, you know, having my own experiences. So it really kind of takes it to another level. Yeah, and that, it's it, like I, I want to learn about everything and then discern for myself what I think is the truth, right? Right. Yeah. And, and you know, like you were talking on your podcast about the World Fair and Tesla lighting up. And, dude, those World Fairs were fucking huge. And he was supplying wireless energy yeah. to I'm the whole sure place. I heard that yeah, on... He, uh, um, he had rigged up Niagara Falls. Yeah. yeah. 20 miles. I heard that on the Expanding Reality podcast. But then today I seen a post about the Niagara Power Station. And that it was a power station and they like demolished it. And that's Niagara Falls now. And there's all these photos of it as a power station. And it's like definitely old world tech. Wow. And I'm like, what the? And so they, like that was a power station. I think like, I mean, I haven't fully like dug in to connect it fully. But so I think the power station was there during the Buffalo World Fair. And then they wirelessly sent the power from the power station to the to power the pan america exposition exposition mm. in buffalo new york right yeah dude yeah. i i totally believe that is is fact i mean but, I, yeah if i could go to any point in history i would totally go to the world fairs probably chicago like, to 1880 like drop down in 1880 and then live for like a decade or something yeah maybe, check like, it out i'm down something. with a top hat and a suit bro you yeah, gotta bro. wear that hat. Class, man. Fit in. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, "You're from the future. You ain't wearing hats, yeah. boy." Like, Have a nice old mustache. <laughs> they're like, "What if like you get there and they like totally know about here. time travel and stuff?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, you're from the future. We can tell." And they're, like, <laughs> they're not even tripping. Guys, they're like, "You guys come here all the time, riding zeppelins." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh man. So, what do you think about aliens? Um. So. I mean, like, like that's a loaded question because then I have to answer like what I think about the whole universe. But I think mostly as of right now, and I'm not like too firm on this belief, but I think they're just like interdimensional more. So do you think they're like, like from here, just like at a different vibration, different frequency? Well, like, honestly, I'm not sure what kind of system we live in, but I think we live in a closed system. And I think that they can come from other systems in and out of ours damn but i'm not sure like what our system is like i change my mind all the time but i i'm pretty sure it's a closed system or like i think it is anyway and like (laughs) we could explain like the we could say like it's an ice wall it's a firmament it's a radiation belt but like it's a closed system yeah that's what it is and there's so much deception that we don't really know the nature of the system either Right. I I think like everything's designed to like lead us away from knowing the nature of the system. I would concur with that. They want us with <laughs> less knowledge because knowledge is power. Yeah, it's dude. true, but like people like us, we're solving it collectively in a way. Yeah. And not not only that, just like the whole podcast community has exploded, you know, the last few years. Mm-hmm. And with us just even having these conversations, I believe that, you know, we put off this vibration and I think, you know, that kind of maybe goes like into the ether. And I think without us even talking directly to somebody, but just those thoughts just and words that we're being vibrating. out there is mm-hmm. m- maybe helping it's wake for- other people it's, up. It's conforming other people into our vibrational 
like level. I mean, yeah. I think it's possible. I mean, and just also talking about it does some weird things like in my brain too, where like uh, the more, like I could think these things to myself all the time, but it doesn't really get me as far as when I get to like speak about them with other people. And it slowly is like sure. unraveling things a lot easier for me. And you can just, I don't know, it's just putting the pieces together a bit differently when you can like say them out loud. Well, yeah. I, I, that's the beauty I, of conversation. I totally believe that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, like we all have like a little piece we're putting together to make the big picture and it's kind of cool like and just find the connections to each piece too right and I, I yeah i kind of think that the whole poly cyber the cyber polygon that um lizard person klaus schwab is putting together i don't think that this and this other dude on tripoli <laughs> talked about it last night or today or whatever but um I think that they're going to try to shut the internet off. So that way, I believe what that dude was saying. I don't remember his name, but like, then everybody would have no choice but to get their information from mainstream media. And that cuts all of us out without the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, it is possible. And sometimes I think that is what they will do. But um, we'll find a way. <laughs> I mean. yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> we'll get radio regular old radios or like you know like yeah there's human ingenuity so oh yeah for sure i believe it. it's yeah. kind of like i believe like what i agree with what tripoli was saying i think in the episode before that when they're talking about them shutting the internet off and he was just like fucking do it man shut this yeah. shit off and see what happens i'm like i kind of feel that way too like you know, like my kids would be like off their video games and shit. Like I wouldn't be like, yeah. you know, on my phone as much and shit, you know. They wouldn't because it's like a black mirror in every hand. Like, yeah, it's so, like the device of their their future. Yeah. So I don't think like they might try and control it. But like, right. Yeah. We, I think we'll always have it to I, an extent. I think so too. I don't know if you're familiar with um, Generation Z podcast. They run a YouTube um, channel. And I feel like I've seen YouTube videos of theirs. Yeah, they're they're class. They they drop them very frequently, and I really like his analysis on the news and current events. But um, his perspective is, and I don't mean to put in words in his mouth because I haven't spoken mm -hmm. with him, but he thinks that there's actually another power that's above the like our elite's power that controls the internet now. He sort of thinks like the internet now is kind of in control by maybe you'd say a higher intelligence, AI or oh, alien yeah. or something. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a cool take on it, but I don't know, dude. I mean, sometimes I think the AI is already in charge. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. That's uh, <laughs> some days I'm I like, could oh, I man. could I mean I wouldn't be surprised you know especially like weird shit that happens all the time it's like you isn't reality getting pretty ridiculous it is weird I like it's like snowballing in a weird way into like a joke they, yeah yeah <laughs> they need to turn CERN down dude for real that they got yeah. they got no, that no, shit on level ten. It. Firing it up on <laughs> aren't they firing it up on April Fool's Day? Are they? Yeah. Oh shit, dude. Firing back up, guys. Look out. Yeah, that's that maybe is... it'll change back to the right spelling of Bernstein Bears. Right, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. And dude, you know the shuttle that blew up? The Challenger. Yeah, okay. One, yeah. So I don't know how old you are. I kind of feel like you're probably in our age range. 
I mean, you don't yeah, have to say, but I oh. mean, I'm in my 30s. Okay, late, yeah, mid late 30. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I I'm 30. I remember yeah. watching. I swear I watched that in class, dude. Because like, you know, they had the teacher on board. Yeah. And so like that's the whole school was like we're gonna watch this because the school teacher is going. You know, all the teachers were all pumped about it, so they wanted us to watch it, right? Mm-hmm. And I swear we watched that live. But that I wasn't even born yet, supposedly, when yeah. that happened. Yeah, you weren't. I was born in 91, <laughs> and I swear I watched this in, like, I don't know, like, first, like, second or third grade or some shit like that. You probably did in your original timeline. Uh, that is so trippy, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't put anything past this universe. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what they're fooling around with. I have an idea. You know, we have our thoughts about yeah, it, but that's right. about about it i've been really contemplating like the psyop of war because i've just been like obviously what's going on now and stuff but um i and i was remembering that in grade one and two when i was in grade one and two there was like the desert storm okay. going on and i remember i can remember my teachers like showing us pictures from magazines of them like firing missiles into the night and stuff yeah. Like I can remember like green streaks in the sky and she was like telling us about Desert Storm. Like, what are you telling like six and seven year olds about missiles in the desert about oil for Yeah, like fucking And I'm like, was that even real or just like some traumatizing psyop that they played on people at that time? Yeah, dude, you know? it's like it's like nine eleven. They set us down in front of the TV and like we watched that shit all day long crazy eh you know yeah it's like i mean i like, live in canada i don't know if you know that but um, I, I was actually wondering i figured you did but uh yeah, I'll, yeah. <laughs> that's cool dude uh, yeah so like i remember I, w- I woke up to get ready for school and my mom had a tv in her room and she was getting ready for work and she was like oh my god come look at this and like the first tower was on fire yeah and i was just like what what's happening like but um luckily actually I, I was just thinking about the story today, but like a few, maybe like six months before that, or like the, the school year before that, at the, around the end of it, I had a really cool teacher that was like, we were studying um, like Southeast Asia. And then he was, he told us about some propaganda from the Vietnam War about how like they were lying to people on the news about it right and they had like a nurse on there saying that the Viet Cong was like smashing the heads of babies and orphans or something like that and she was like crying and she was this American nurse and that it turned out to be like a total psyop crisis worker so yeah so he told told us that story and I think it like really broke something in my brain or like clicked something because like after that, like, that's, I think, when I really started, like, I had read some books and stuff earlier that made me question society and, like, the structures and stuff, but not like that, not to be like, oh, they can just straight up lie to us, and then after yeah. that, 9-11 happened, so I kind of was prepared a little bit mentally for it, I guess, or, like, <sighs> to understand it a bit better in the questioning way. Yeah, yeah, and I was, I'm a bit younger than you, but, like, when I was sitting in front of the TV at school watching that shit... Um, like, like, we didn't fucking know what the hell we were looking at, really, right. you know? Like, I didn't either, really. Even, um, like, I was a teenager and I was just like, what's, the, what's happening? Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, but, and then I never knew about Building 7 until like 
a decade after that, I want to say, or maybe Did not a decade, probably, probably like five or seven years after that is when I realized that Building 7 fell in free fall yeah. <laughs> without anything hitting it, you know? Like, granted, I know the t- towers didn't fall because of those two planes either. Now. It's, man, the story, the, the entire tale of that is like, I what love how they did. <laughs> old, yeah. old Bush was reading to some kindergartners. That was my favorite part of that whole entire side. What, what the hell, eh? Yeah. It's... Whenever, and they had like a camera crew in there. Yeah. Whenever the like... Secret Service walk in to tell him that the towers had been hit. So, so he's just like. The... So when the camera pans to him, it could be like, oh, he's such an innocent. <laughs> right. Look at him with these like, children. It's so not, him, like, it's not him flying the plane. Yeah. He's all holding the book upside down. American <laughs> hero. He's going to save us from these terrorists. If you're not with us, you're against yeah. us. Right? <laughs> Just keep spending money. <laughs> yeah, dude. And the two, was he it two points? He said that. Like. <laughs> We don't want the terrorists to win. (laughs) They win when you quit going out and buying things. Yeah, that's what he said. (laughs) Wow. Did he start this whole pouring out Russian vodka way back then? We didn't realize it. Yeah, Freedom Fries. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Freedom Freedom Fries. (laughs) 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 That didn't stick. He tried. He tried. Can you imagine? I'd probably be a lot skinnier if they were still called Freedom Fries, to be honest. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, you know, um, I was thinking about how they're, like, coming out and saying there's going to be, like, a food shortage soon or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to be a food shortage. And, like, just thinking about, I don't know, I was thinking, like, do, like, there's so, there's ridiculously too much food being produced for us to even eat and like oh yeah so much i think we're like really addicted to food we eat too much food we eat too much of the wrong food and like it's on every corner yeah i sort of feel like it's just like a psyop for scarcity yeah you know what i mean yeah they they that's what they practice sorry one sec i just have to talk to my kid one i did that's all cool no no problem at all We've well, got... my husband just fell asleep there, so mm. <laughs> babysitter's <laughs> out for a while. Like, <laughs> we've got we've got babies here, so it's like even oh, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> chaos. Yeah, right? dude, <laughs> sensory overload. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm a mom. I always get sensory overload. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's that's. Oh man, it's a trip. That's a real thing for sure, dude. So. Speaking on the um, the whole psyop thing, like I know I don't really want to get into it too much, but like real quick, like kind of like where do you kind of stand like with Putin and Ukraine and this Biden regime? I call him a regime. Um. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I so I watched this this guy and he went to the capital of Ukraine and he's English and then he took all these videos. He stayed there for a few days took videos of what was happening. So it was like air raid sirens continually. And then like, he would like watch from certain places and watch them like do scheduled loops with like emergency vehicles with their sirens on, like leave a certain parking lot, do their scheduled loop, then come back. Then like an an hour later on the hour, say do the same loop. 
the sirens. And then he was like, (laughs) yeah. And he was like videoing like where they have stuff set up, like um, weird military looking barricades and stuff. And he, he would go up close to it and it just looks so flimsy, just like a movie set, like just so cheap looking and flimsy. Right. And then, and then he went to like tra- the train stations and showed how they like blocked all the exits and entrances except for one to have people like funneling in really tight all the time. And he, they were like delaying all the trains, so it would build up a lot of people. And then they would have like people camera crews there and say that they were like refugees and stuff when they weren't. And. <sighs> Dude, so psyop. I'm pretty sure it's a hundred percent psyop. Like I don't know if they're actually hurting people. Like what I've heard of, anytime people are getting hurt, there's rumors that it has been like Ukrainian army firing on civilians. Right, sort of setting up like a 9/11 scenario, to like, yeah. oh, they attacked us, so we got to go get them. But just like the theater of the everything, and maybe this is how all the wars were. Like obviously there was combat. We all know people that saw combat or like have relatives that are vets and stuff. But like, I, right? I'm not sure how real everything was. Right. See, I feel like these guys are. I think that, in my opinion, people are getting hurt and people are dying, but it's still a theater. It's just a theater with real bodies. And that's yeah. the fucking shitty thing about it. I think that these people really do want war. I mean, I think that if they could get the world at war, that sets up the perfect scenario for a Project Bluebeam or, a, you know, the New World Order to come in and step in. We honestly, like, we can't forget about all these FEMA camps. It's always in the back of my head. Like, do you know, like, there's FEMA, these FEMA camps are everywhere and, like, there has to be some kind of angle that involves them or like why would they build FEMA camps all over North America and you know what I mean yeah yeah and so that that scares me but I'm pretty optimistic about the future like but I think that's always in the back of my mind (laughs) yeah it's like if if they're gonna start rounding people up dude like just say when bro let's go but sometimes I think like the people that end up in the FEMA camps are the people that are like gonna literally walk onto the trains themselves. Oh, dude, oh, for sure, easily. You know, that's and be like, it's for thing. our safety. I yeah, can't believe exactly. you're not going. Are you There's crazy? food shortages, but you can get food here. Honestly, oh, I think man. that's what they will use is like use it to feed people. Like when people feel desperate and they can't feed themselves, that and then they'll be like, so they're. They create Holy a dependence shit, on bro. them and then offer a solution Damn. when the dependence gets like... And then they get to the gas chamber and they realize there's no food there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait. Or they get to the camp and they start... like Sort of like when Hurricane Katrina came and they're like, go to the stadium for help. And they're like, actually, curl up and die here. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> something like that, I think. Kiss your ass goodbye. Chaos and like not enough food for everyone and dirty and suffering. I think that's... Yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully it doesn't get to that. But right. I, I uh, do keep those camps in my mind. I, I, t- I sort of take the biblical perspective. I mean, these people that are running the world, I mean, they're socio-psychopaths. Like, their home life, they don't have a home life, you know? Like, you got Nancy Pelosi, was she over 80 years old, still She's, going to work? Uh, this shit. Like, if, I, I if I'm 82, bro, I'm not fucking going to work still the fuck i'm gonna go do what i love and if you love being a fucking controlling psychopath you keep going to work like her you know what i mean right yeah there's three there were three of them that are over 80 and on the left side of and and congress 
Yeah, and the whole thing, like, the, the progressive left is super far out there, but they're two birds of the same crow, in my opinion. You know, mm-hmm. like, they're all controlled. It's controlled opposition, mainly. It's that swamp money. Like, maybe there's, like, a few good ones, like Ron Paul, you know, or something, but even him, he doesn't want to step up because... Look how sick he knows of everyone's happen. shit he looks all the time. He's just like pissed. <laughs> yeah. Poor Ron Paul. He's like, I'm the last fucking cowboy around and look at everyone around me. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I think that he doesn't want to run for president again. No. They, they, no, hell no, dude. They would fucking off him in a heartbeat, dude. He's like, I don't even like where I am. He's probably forced to stay where he is. To yeah. like, you know, be the Be, be the, the good guy. Yeah. Someone needs to be saying that stuff. That's what I like. Even in Canadian politics, there's like these three people that always are speaking out and they're like so righteous and stuff. And I, I just think they seem like really not genuine, like they're actors or mm-hmm. it makes me kind of sad. Like, that opposition. leaves no one, right? But that leaves no one, I guess. Like, Well, we just got, I mean, the masses and, you know, like, what is it like 50 or 75 percent of people? know basically that jfk was assassinated by the cia yeah Uh, that's overwhelming but it's like how come these people they're getting jabbed you know and they're doing all this shit doing what they're saying but they know that the government's been compromised it's like and then like the whole ukraine thing it's like for two years people seeing the media lie every day to us all day long every day on every platform there was besides Mm -hmm. this platform and all of a sudden, Russia goes into Ukraine, allegedly, and then everybody's like, look, the media is telling us the truth. I'm like, dude, wow, wow, dude. Yeah. It's, it's like... You can't have... It's like... I just love how... The mind control still works. On yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, what happened What happened to, to COVID whenever all that happened, man? It just yep, completely... Yeah. Like, somebody was saying Putin should get a Nobel Peace Prize. Or a That's Nobel probably. Prize for ending COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Oh. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but it's. All right. I'm going to switch it up from the whole Ukraine thing. Because I feel like everybody's yeah. talking about that. But I, I, like, I sort of like. It just kind of gets depressing. It <laughs> is, dude. Talking about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think all the elite. I think Putin is. He was a young global global leader. With Klaus Schwab's yeah, program, He's in on it. yeah, and Agreed. so they're all they're all in this shit together. They'll they all have yeah. their bunkers to go into. They give a shit less about the soldiers and the civilians. But it's getting off that topic. So kind of back, maybe to the alien thing. Mm-hmm. So you know when you've heard the story, like when people die, like there's the white light, and there's a theory that if you go into the white light, you're just gonna be recycled. Like they're gonna. Like, some, like, I don't know, like some reptilians are running this program to where if you go into the light, they're just going to recycle you back here to keep harvesting your louche. And yeah, have you but heard what that? That's the psyop. That's so what I'm saying. Yeah, like, get out I, of the matrix. <laughs> right, right. And like, I don't really want to be stuck in the in between and just be like a ghost around here. You know what I'm saying? For for a hundred years. But oh, I honestly, do. I'm a handsome like, motherfucker. <laughs> I think that like our souls have an intelligence that we don't understand yeah i believe and that. like i think like our earthly selves don't need to worry about what happens once we pass that point yeah it's not gonna i mean if there's like our our higher selves know what to do maybe and they'll like you know hopefully take control finally after that yeah yeah, yeah. 
I think that we're connected we'll to be source. Reconnected to our our collective consciousness. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, what do you think about reincarnation? Um, I mean, I think we're reincarnated for sure. I think like we've lived all kinds of lives in all kinds of places as all kinds of things, mm. not just like humans. Mm. And uh, yeah, I sort of think that's like part of that closed system, like simulation theory, like this is like right, right. another level, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're just like on another level. I could kind of... Like kinda, a hard level with some like bosses, right. <laughs> not bosses. Like <laughs> some, we got to defeat the Karen at the end. We got a real shit level right now we're on, but like, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I sort of think that, but like, I sort of wonder what you think about like what the earth realm is. Yeah, um, like, do you think we're in a simulated simulated experience? Like, I know that you're uh, have Christian beliefs, but I think it those two can intertwine. So, oh, yeah, for sure. I think that it's a simulation in the fact that we are given into this three dimensional world to have experiences and to make choices and decisions that can lead us down one path or another. I mean, it's physical and it's real. Like when I, th I think it's a simulation in that fact. Like, I don't think it's like we're being ran by a uh, AI computer um, God thing, you know, like I think that yeah. there is a creator <laughs> and like he, so this is my whole thing. I'm going to get kind of spiritual here mm -hmm. for a second. Yeah. Get into it. Okay. Yeah. So without, God had to let the evil be here and he had to let us make decisions because we could all just be like animals and like, but righteous animals and just like all love God because we don't have any other choice, mm -hmm. but that's not true love. If somebody points a, you know, if somebody makes you love them and it's not your choice, that's not true love. And I think this is all about love, dude, and spreading love. So I think that, um, we're given the choice between good and evil because God wants us to choose him. Oh, I really like that. Like, I like to think like that we have to actively choose like love. Right. In order to like, we always have the choice in it, but if we actively choose like love or God, Right. I really like that. Like, and like for me, the, the Earth plane is like a game where you have to choose all the time whether it's going to be like God or love or hate and division. Exactly. I mean, it's the yin and the yang. Mm -hmm. But that, that's sort of what I think about like the illusion of everything is that like that there, the universe is like a place, like we live in a realm that's like naturally balances good like dark and light is always going to be in balance so then i think they have to like create psyops to make us feel like like to provide the illusion of more darkness than light yeah wow to like have us in a low vibrational state because we're we are under the illusion that we're in a dark place when really it's it's beautiful like, habitually balanced like yeah. but you go like i went outside we're outside today it's freaking it was beautiful right? you know people are and genuinely for the most part, everybody's pretty nice to each other. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when you like look around in your day to day life, you'll see way more love than hate. You'll see way more like unity than division. And 
you'll just see more beauty than the ugliness always that drives them crazy and it's yeah. the illusion so they have to provide the illusion of ugliness and like get like housewives hooked on wine and murder podcasts <laughs> right <laughs> I, have a, I have a theory on why women are so into true crime podcast oh i have two friends that are like obsessed with it and they're both like really different people so i wonder this all the time but i want to hear your theory so i think that women are more attracted to the true crime because you know they hear the stories about this girl going out and doing this thing and she was in this situation around these people so they're intrigued by that and they're actually learning so what to look for in people to do these crimes and they're learning what to stay away from and that's kind of what i kind of think survival mechanism yeah 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 so i think that you're right and i think there's like two kinds of people one person that like psychoanalyzes the situation for like psychological purposes and like sees what makes people into that kind of dark person or whatever yeah, and there's another person that thinks like their whole world is a threat and so they have to prepare for things to happen by like seeing the evil that could happen to them right so I, and i think that's like my two friends like are like different in that way and they have like different purposes they mm. or reasons that they like it yeah but i do think it's like uh really seeded into the culture of the murder stuff <laughs> like it's really like murder mystery is like why is it so like prevalent in the culture and i think there's a reason and i think it's to like promote the idea that like you can't trust anyone we're in a dark place and there's murderers everywhere and look out because you know what i mean like yeah that's a that's more, an like, angle fear propaganda yeah i think that's definitely an angle but i think it's, it's always about like their best friend or their wife that killed them or like... right somebody they knew usually yeah mm -hmm. i think it's super fascinating at the same time to kind of like recognize that humans do have that capability in them and it's like almost makes you think like like this that animal like psycho instinct is like if you think about it basically in all of us but it's like comes back to what you choose you choose mm -hmm. love or you choose fear and hate compassion or love or fear and hate mm -hmm. and so uh, it's uh, it's super fascinating. Like I do, like I listen to true crime every now and then because I think it's mm -hmm. super fascinating in that way. But I mean, I think all people are weirdly fascinated by it, right? Yeah, like a little bit. It's sort of weird. It is. It is weird, dude. Mm -hmm. Like earlier today, so there's this. So the accident happened at a theme park where this kid fell off this ride and mm -hmm. died. I don't oh know if God. you've seen that yet on the news. No. It was in Orlando, Florida. So my, oh my God, really? Yeah, yeah, dude. And it uh, was on video, uh, and like, it had it had the warning on it to like you had to click to see video on Facebook. Like one of my friends shared it, and like I didn't really know what it was. I didn't read the thing first, mm -hmm. so I was watching it, dude. And like, fuck me! I wish I wouldn't have watched it, bro. That was I shit. I watch that stuff. <laughs> it fucked me up for like. Like a good like thirty minutes. Like, what the fuck did I just see, dude? And like what this ride was it? You know the ride like it shoots you way up in the air and then it free oh, falls yeah, you like down. Superman or something. Yeah, like yeah, it wasn't sure. a roller coaster, but it was like an elevator like drop thing. Like shoots or? you up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're sitting it facing out in a circle and then you right. Up and, oh, like yeah, a yeah. tower of terror. Yeah, yeah kind of like yeah, that. Yeah. 
And when the yeah. thing free fall down, so like when the ride, like at the bottom, like it catches the ride from free falling, you know, mm. well, right at that moment when it, when the ride caught, kind of, yeah. yeah, the guy flung out with all uh. that speed free falling while he was in the seat, uh. his belt, his belter didn't it's work too or much, something. Bro. I know, dude, but I'm just saying like. I'm just telling you guys what it is so you don't have to watch this shit. I'm never watching that. But, like, dude, it, it fucked me up, bro. And, like, the sound, dude, the sound of his body hitting the concrete, bro. Bro, come on. I'm just saying, it's fucking, it, it's sick, bro. Like, I feel really, really bad for that kid and his family, bro. Like, yeah. can you imagine? He was, one, man. he was there with his football team, bro, having the time of his life, probably. And, yeah, super sad. Super sad. I wish I would have never clicked on that video. I'm kind of mad at the person that shared it, actually. Yeah, that video should yeah. not be being pushed around on the internet. No, fuck no, dude. It's that trauma fucking thing, you know? They're just fucking... It's like sitting yeah. us down in front of the 9-11 towers and watching that shit free fall over and over again. Oh, you guys have six hours left of school? Well, guess what you're going to do? Yeah. Sit yeah. in the library and watch it all day. Yeah. I remember when the internet was like a fresh baby. We used to watch this. <laughs> we used to watch Faces of Death or something, or like the Gore Gallery. These really creepy sites where it showed like people getting injured. Like Rotten.com. Yeah. I was never into any of that. No. I don't know. Dude, I yeah, my brother, I, my brother so showed me that shit. Gross stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was oh. always like, God, I still have like images from those sites. Like, yeah. Burned I think that. Yeah. It was like a one time. Like, I remember homies being like. Oh, check this and i was like, always just like i'm gonna go look at it i'm yeah. gonna go watch tv with your parents now i'm gonna go watch cartoons i'm not yeah. about that <laughs> yeah dude um, it's... You, know how, you guys know how like dude on tripoli was like saying um that he thinks they were like trying to delay the rapture by um taking the moon landing what do you think about that that was a trip dude and the whole shooting a radio beam on a laser back in time to send a message. I know, I was like, oh, dude, no, man. that's a trip, bro. Like, some, I know he was putting out like a lot of different stuff, like man. theories. You know, I really want to watch like his um, documentary now just to see like where he's coming from a bit. You know, for sure. I, I want to definitely. Uh, what was the book too that he was advertising about? Uh, about if you're not religious, you need to read this book. He kept saying, yeah. "What was that book called, man?" I don't know, but. It sounded to, like that guy circle back. started off wasn't a spiritual guy, and then it sounded like he got very spiritual later yeah, on in like his life. Yeah, like halfway through, I was like, well, even halfway through the podcast, like it started off really sort of out there about like um, just anti-government stuff and like secret projects, and then it got like pretty religious at the end. But Super biblical. Yeah. I, I sort of think like, um, I sort of like, I don't know, my opinion always changes but i sort of was thinking that like he might have it a bit wrong about like first of all about them doing things for good sometimes i'm just like i don't know man like yeah and i think he was speculating <laughs> like i remember him saying like or he was just like being like saying both sides of the argument right guess, right like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um i don't i don't see these these elites uh being good i i think they're yeah <laughs> uh saturn worship Moloch sacrificing fucking Luciferians. Adrenochromatic yeah. motherfuckers. So yeah, they, they definitely believe in something that we don't understand or, you know what I mean? Like, 
I don't know if it's as simple as just being like satanic. I think there's yeah, that's like vague. something complex that we don't understand and probably creepier than we know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Magic. I mean, like, yeah. think about the Bohemian Grove, dude, where yeah, they're right. burning yeah. effigies in front of like a fucking big ass owl statue. Yeah, it's, it's or whatever. It's magic, I think, bro. Was he on Tripoli or maybe it was higher side chats? There was some like young guy who said he like um, had access to all these like Bohemian Grove footage of like their plays from back in the day. Because I guess every time they do meet there, they put on like a play, and it's like usually. And I guess it's like. Um, prophetic kind of of what they're gonna do in the next bit or like mm. in a weird way manifesting i wonder what it was from a long time ago i can't remember what he said now but yeah i don't know I'd but like, like to learn a bit more about that for sure i remember like oh for sure like i remember watching an episode of like alex jones when he had the guy that did the franklin scandal the franklin cover-up wrote the book i don't know if it's the franklin scandal or something but where they were trafficking boys from like of this town in Nebraska and Jesus. they had witnesses that had grown up, but they were there at Bohemian Grove as basically like sex slaves. And Jeez. they even went to court for the shit. And like the only person that went down was like one dude, you know, it's like, it's like the, like one guy, they get one guy to solve the problem, you know, and really it's like a huge ring of people like Epstein, yeah. you know, they like, just toss up a straw man or whatever. And then he takes the fall and then everyone just, scurries off to their little rat holes <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no one's ever held accountable for anything i mean oh no all... dude it goes so well, just deep. like uh yeah. old buzz socking that dude up in the face <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> dude i i want to meet this guy so bad bro yeah, damn he's he like the guy from all those videos that's jumping and like getting in all the astronauts face all the time saying yeah. like did you really go to the moon and like, <laughs> so awesome yeah <laughs> that the guy's, guy's doing his homies. research bro he's like oh i know yeah. where they're gonna be this weekend let's go yeah 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 it's like an alex jones hop in the car and drive 14 hours so that i can hopefully catch him walking outside Get of their hotel <laughs> i'm trying to catch a left hook by buzz bro yeah, yeah. My tooth. maybe i'll get a bit of money yeah dude so um what do you kind of see what what do you kind of see happening for some light to come down on us and maybe we turn this whole train wreck around like do you have any Thoughts or theories on what can maybe do that or what's going to happen well, I for think the good? Like we, act, whether we know it or not, I think we actively are like turning things around really quickly. Like if you think about like five years ago, the kind of conversations people were receptive to to now. Oh, you're so like, right. Yeah. And like just just think about like even like maybe a year ago, if you have you heard about mud flood? Yeah, that's been real so recent like maybe lately. Maybe a year ago, there was like two old dudes on YouTube talking about it. Now it's just like everywhere, everyone's yeah. digging into it. And it's just like, I think, like, so, <laughs> so I think, like, the the guy that was on Tripoli, what he was talking about, and how, like, he thinks the rapture's coming. Well, I kind of think it's like the awakening's coming. Yeah. And I don't know if it's going to be like some euphoric, beautiful, like, <laughs> thing i think it's probably going to be like a lot of darkness but i think like this stuff's been going on for a really long time like longer than we care to admit and the fact that we're like copying onto it shows like a huge shift because 
like think how far this had to have been going back. And I was thinking about this the other day because I was like thinking about the allegory of the cave, like Plato's allegory of the cave. Do you know about that? Um, I don't, I've, I've heard that, but enlighten so me. So he like, he wrote this thing, um, kind of like a model of like illusionary reality by controllers. And it's like, so societies like the, people that are sitting on a cave looking at a cave wall and then there's someone behind them making shadows on the wall and they think the entire reality is like the shadows on the cave wall it's mm. all they can see that's all-encompassing that's all they know to be true when really they could turn around see the illusion for what it is and leave the cave oh right? dude yeah i love so, that and like and it was like all about the way society fool or like the illusionary reality presented and yeah. yeah so he wrote that in five well they said he wrote that in 546 i think 546 ad like so this like, shit goes back yeah so like was so like the way he explained is exactly what's going on now so like that ought obviously had to be going on some scale at that time mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then so socrates or whatever he wrote about Plato's allegory later, not even that long later, I think like a hundred years later or something in another book. And like, so like it was a prevalent idea. Yeah, for sure. In 500 AD. Like, it was the Vatican. Whoa. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Do, and you know how, what else I heard was like the Vatican is its own like country, essentially. Do you know what CERN is too? Mm -hmm. For sure. Or was oh. that on your podcast? I heard that. Today. No, that was on Tripoli's. Oh. Yeah. Oh I... yeah. Like holy cow. Yeah, I never knew that. Wild West at CERN. Yep. <laughs> Slamming yeah. particles together, trying to find the God particle. Yeah. Bro, I thought it was real interesting. Like, which I had heard about it before, but the he was mentioning uh, in this latest episode, he mentioned Lucifer, the telescope oh, in Arizona. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, what? I, honestly, like, right before he's like, guess what it was named? Like, in my head, I was like, Lucifer. Lucifer. Yeah, I, I, had, <laughs> I, knew I came across like, an article and read about it, and I was like, There's, that's crazy. <laughs> like, Did you look it up after? Did yeah, I read about it. I knew about it before this, and Isn't I was just like. Name on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah, they got lizard Lucifer people like sitting over the, the Pope's chair, like oh. craziness. Yeah, 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 dude. Unbelievable. So, I think that I think that the whole I used to believe the aliens were from somewhere else that were coming to visit us. Like I almost wanted to believe that, but now I'm sure that I'm not sure, but like I'm pretty sure that it's just all fallen angel shit, dude. I mean, I've believed that for a, a few years now, yeah. but. And, you know, you think about, like, the Greek gods and shit and all their names, those are, they probably just, like, they thought they were gods because they seen them come down from the sky, but maybe they were They're just the giants. fallen ones. I think they weren't even the actual fallen ones. I think they were probably, like, You think offspring. the fallen ones came probably way before that. Yeah, I think it was, they were the, the Nephilim, you know, because they yeah. said that the, they were giants, you know. Right. Yeah, dude. Oh, man, I'm super interested in the giants. That's why I was, like... I was hella listening to your Ghosts of Newspapers past. I thought that was super fascinating with the Giants. That's something I want to dig into more, but hell, it's so hard to find stuff. I was surprised that you... What website were you looking those archives up on? So those ones I... So I'll just tell you a little backstory. So I was doing my genealogy for my dad's side of the family a little while back, and we originated... Or we, like, originally 
immigrated to like the Minnesota, Twin City area in Minnesota, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. and um, from Sweden. But okay. it's really hard to trace back. So I was like trying to figure out some stuff that was going on in the area where my great great grandfather worked and all this stuff. Right. So I found the Minnesota newspaper hub, and you can like literally just put in any word you say, want. And it say that again. New it's the Minnesota oh, Minis newspaper hub. Okay. Okay. And it's online, and like you could search by like any keyword. So okay. I wonder, they probably so like, have that for almost like all these major cities, I would imagine. So they do cut for like most states, but like it's not always so user friendly or like easy. Mm. I, like I've tried to, and then there's like some newspaper archive that's like national that you can pay to like get, but the other ones are free. They're just like not always as user friendly. Mm. And like there's a good one for California as well. Okay. That I just started looking into. But it's not as good as the Minnesota one. But I'm sure like there's tons of them. Just yeah. not always. They're not always like a good interface. <laughs> you know, I never I wasn't ever really thinking about that. But that's the way to do it to go into the newspapers. Because back in the day, like it was still a lot of censorship, I imagine, going on for sure. But like a lot less censorship than now, you know, like hell, like it's so hard to research stuff on the Internet now compared to like 10 years ago, or even five years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much shit that's just gone. It's not there. You can't find it. Yeah, I don't the think you can internet. find Project Camelot anymore. Damn. And that was like OG, sweet, really good stuff. So like if, if they're taking that shit off, like that should just tell you right then and there that there's something to it. Red flag. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, do, I don't know. It's mysterious what's really going on. Yeah, I think that these world elites, they worship the fallen ones. And they're, you know, and that's the side they've chosen and so with their with their shit, they know they're not fucking leaving this world to go on to the next life. And so they're just trying to fuck everybody else up, you know, morally, emotionally, with fear to get us to stay stuck here with them, you know? I don't know. But... Sometimes I think that they're, like, not powerful at all. They don't have nukes at all. They can't really do anything at all. And it's just like a Wizard of Oz bullshit. Mm. And they're just like a bunch of inbred, rich, bored losers that molest kids. Yeah. yeah dude. <laughs> and they have too much time and money on their hands. And so they're just trying to trick everyone. They get, it's they all got, about media. Yeah. They got bored yeah. with cocaine. So they had to go to Adrenochrome. Right? And then they probably got bored with that. And so they want to fuck with our brains a bunch. And like, yeah. 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 Probably yeah. just like making a joke of us is like their top, their favorite thing to do today. Yeah, well, I think like everything I've said this before, but everything that was here was true and righteous. You know, we used to have food that was, you know, organic, mm -hmm. and then now it's they've altered its DNA to change it to make it their own. Because they, they mock us and they mock God and they want to be God just like Lucifer wanted to. So they, they spray the skies with chemicals so our air is not clean anymore. They make that their own. They make the food their own. And now they make our they want to make our DNA different so that they can make it their own. And it's just yeah. like it's making a mockery of God. And I gotta tell you, man, man upstairs ain't digging this shit, bro. He's gonna yeah. whatever Jesus comes back, bro, these people they're not going to get away with this. They're not going to walk clean. They're all going to face judgment, just like every one of us. 
and they're going to have to atone for the sins that they've committed on humanity. I do think like it's pretty obvious they're trying to like pollute the human body and spirit and like it's really important to just keep asking yourself why. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the main thing like so what what's so important that they have to why are, are we that like intelligent of beings that they have to like work that hard to dumb us down? I think so. I think so. Right? Are and we that powerful that they are working at, like nonstop all day every day to weaken us? Yep. And you know, like with them changing our DNA, trying to change everybody's DNA now with, with the most people, they are succeeding. I mean, people are lining up to get shots. And yeah, so, like oh yeah, loving that shit. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but if we go back to biblical times, whenever the fallen angels started taking human wives, not wives, but I mean, there was probably a lot of rape going on, but, uh, that changed the human DNA. And it's my theory I'm not alone on this, but they wanted to alter the DNA of humans to prevent the birth of Jesus Christ. Because if all the DNA was tainted, pure Jesus with his pure DNA wouldn't have been able to be born. And so they knew that because they are angelic beings. So they're on that same realm or from that same realm. And so they were trying to alter it. And then that I think that's partly why that there was the great flood to reset because God knew and seen that the human DNA was being tainted. So we had to wipe the slate clean so that Jesus could be, go ahead and be born in. I don't know. Do you, what do you think about that? Is that, is that a trip? I mean, well, and like, well, real I'm quick. just going to say now I'm, I'm not like, I'm not like a Christian. Yeah, that's cool. But dude. I super believe in like God's source and like good and like, uh, a benevolent, um, being or that something we're part of that's like superior to us and loving and like good yeah but so like i'm not i'm not i sort of think like the i take the bible sort of like metaphorically and i think like the return of jesus is the return of christ consciousness so the return of like us coming back to our heart and like being beings that live from our heart and not being blocked from like our soul purpose and our like spirit to be like Christ-like. Fair play, fair play. So like we, like the second coming of Christ will come from within us or be within us. That's, um, yeah, I've, I've heard that angle and like there's, I'm all about different thoughts, you know, and opinions. Mm -hmm. That's what makes this podcasting so great is getting to talk to people, you know, about different ideas. Yeah. And probably if you ask me next week, that will change again. Or like, you know, just like it shifts so much. Right, dude. Because, like I'm trying to figure reality out all the time. And one thing that I totally, and I've, I know I'm not alone in this. Like I hear Tripoli talk about it all the time. But like whenever people get into these conspiracies and stuff and realize that the world isn't what we've been taught and told, at first it's one thing, you know, but then, like, it always leads to spirituality afterwards. Mm -hmm. It always leads. It always does. Yeah. I think that's it's like, wonderful. It's like all our paths split, and then they all, and we all go down these rabbit holes, but then we converge. If we do it right, we'll converge at the end to, like, the same kind of idea and place in spirituality. Yeah. Even if we have, like, a different idea of how to get there, we, I think we will all arrive at the same kind of place. Right. Like, and I don't think... Like in the end, like God's gonna be like, "Oh, well, you're, you're Buddhist, so you didn't, you got it wrong." 
Oh, you're Hindu. Oh, you got it wrong. Oh, you're Muslim. You got it wrong. Like, I don't yeah, think, like, I don't think it's going to be like, 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 I don't think it's think just going to be like, you know who got Indian. it right? The Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, like, I don't, I don't, I don't think, that, like, I don't think it's going to be like, yeah. None all of us the, got it a hundred percent right. I think. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. he's well, going to, he's well, going to, like, I think it's up to our hearts, you know, like yeah. the source, whatever you want to call them, God, source, the universe, like they know our hearts. Well, how 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 could it come from anywhere else? Whenever you look at the Vatican and the cat, the Roman Catholic Church, and how yeah. corrupt it is, it doesn't come yeah. from there. Man. Yeah. No, 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 no. Exactly. That's just confusion. That's just like a diversion. It's like what is going on? Well. They like they're they're pushing this out here, and I mean, I believe I believe the message it's and like I believe a, the stories, but it's also yeah. it's manipulated for power and like books taken out. And yeah, exactly. Edited and like. You know, I transcribed. Think, I think sometimes, like, we, that was the first form of global thing. government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, I think, like, the important thing we have to learn is that we have to find our own way without having something like between us. Do you know what I mean? Like, not, we don't, we don't need like a church or a pope between us and God. We right. Need to find God right. within us. Right. I think we can of, go like there. The go- the place we we need to find him or it or I, I think we have all have a spark of that divinity that universe yeah. spark within each and every one of us is finding it and making the decisions to choose love and compassion and forgiveness yeah that's it right yep. and also to find that for ourselves is super important too yeah exactly that's well dude this work. this has been really fun dude I hope yeah. you've like had as much fun as we've had. Oh <laughs> know, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> like, thanks for bearing with us. I know we've had a couple of interruptions, but gotta oh, look, gotta do. love the babies. <laughs> You're gonna hear my kid in the background. Usually she's pretty good, but uh, my husband had a late night last night, and then so she, he passed out on watch. So. Oh, it's all, <laughs> no worries, no it's worries, okay, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna happen sometimes, right? Exactly. Yep. This is what life's yeah. all about. But um, before we we end off here and I definitely want to do this again. Like, yeah, we definitely, yeah, should. we, we got to link up more often. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. So you want to tell our listeners where they can find you? Yeah, sure. My name is Kaylin Gettler and, um, I guess I'm super active on my, um, Instagram. So it's my podcast is called strange neighborhood podcast. And my Instagram is, um, strange neighborhood podcast with underscores instead of spaces. Okay. And then my podcast, which I just dropped episode seven today, is available on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, and it's Strange Neighborhood Podcast. Right on, and yeah. I've, I've come find me for sure. I I actually listened on Podbean, so that's cool. Oh yeah, yep. oh yeah, yep. sweet. Yep. Oh yeah, because well, like Anchor distributes. I'm, I just haven't checked back where it's been distributed yet. So cool. Podbean, right? I, yeah. I can add that one down now. Yep, for sure. That's what we got to get on. We got to get on Anchor. Like, I mean, it's sweet, but like it is an arm of Spotify and they do like um, like a few people, a few podcasters have been banned from Spotify. So I'm not really sure. Mm, okay. I mean, maybe I shouldn't be like saying their name on here and like flagging myself. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get me. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, cool, dude. Um, for your listeners, we're the Big Gulp Conspiracy Show, Big Gulp Conspiracies Podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcast and Podbean and YouTube. Our YouTube is like three months behind, but uh, <laughs> and uh, and on Instagram is the Big Big Gulp Conspiracies. 
And, I mean, uh, we're parents, so it's hard to always be like, oh yeah, like where we need to be or whatever. But me and pockets, we're doing our best, out right? Here. That's exactly yeah. right. Me and pockets yeah. are working sixty hours a week plus. So like, it's yeah. it's, but it's, I'm super glad that we're able to get here and do this. Well, shoot. It's rewarding to yeah. get it in for sure. And it's fun. We get to sit around and talk and drink beers and laugh and yeah. have a grand time. So, yeah, for sure. And no one in my life really much wants to hear about this shit. So. <laughs> same, <laughs> when same. someone does, I'm like, okay, right on. Like, yeah, my fiance, it's over her head. She doesn't want to hear it. And I think Pockets' wife is sort of on that same line as well. So, yeah, it is cool to get with friends and talk about this crazy weird shit. Yeah. Not everyone wants to hear it, that's for sure. But I do. Come for find sure. me. <laughs> sure. Well, uh, thank you again, Kaylin, for coming on. Oh,